0: Amen. Just to have a a surrendered heart to the Lord and just to surrender everything to Him. Say, all that I have is yours. So often I find myself wanting things for myself and trying to control things myself. Then I wonder why it doesn't work out and get frustrated. And then when you can completely surrender it to God, it's not your problem. It's not my problem if I do that. And He can handle it. He can handle it much better than I can. He can handle it much better than you can, uh, what you're working through. It's just completely surrender to God and say, I'll surrender to you. I'll give it up to you. So thank you, Cameron. Uh, the, a few of the songs really spoke to me. Just singing about the goodness of God, one of the earlier songs where we were singing about the goodness of God and, and God's faithfulness. And we're here another week again. At Sunday morning, and this past week, he's been faithful again, and he's going to be faithful next week again, and so we come and we sing of the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, and that's awesome, absolutely amazing to know that we can have a relationship with our Heavenly Father, that he's going to be faithful. He's not going to let us down. He hasn't left us down, and he's not going to let us down this week. As well, just singing of the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. Uh, Lord, just thank you so much for your faithfulness. And uh, Psalm that, uh, Cameron, that, the Psalms 46 that you read and, and uh, the Lord of hosts. Uh, I love singing scripture. I think it's powerful. Uh, and I know there's a number of songs that you know and I know uh, that are scripture that are, that are powerful. Uh, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and uh so when we we can sing those songs as well we don't just have to read them but we can sing them so bless you and your worship this morning and just your heart um connecting with god your heavenly father this morning uh knowing that uh, he's faithful and will be faithful uh several announcements as we transition here uh we're gonna do the offering we'll do the offering now daniel Uh, the offerings for the general fund this morning and uh, we'll lift the offering and then have uh, just several announcements Uh, but let's pray uh, before we lift the offering father this morning we want to thank you for your faithfulness father each person here this morning we can honestly say that you're faithful and so lord we bless you and praise you for your faithfulness your goodness, that week after week, day after, day after day, week after week, we can sing about the goodness of God, because you're always good. And so this morning, as a church body, this morning, we just worship you and say thank you for your goodness. But we also recognize, Father, that sometimes in our minds, it doesn't seem good, it doesn't feel good. It actually seems difficult, and it feels very difficult. But we, when we stop and really look at the big picture and knowing that you're in control, then you got this. Lord, you are good. Because the Bible says you work everything out for our good. To those who love God and are called according to our purpose. And Lord, this morning, I know that each one of us here, uh, we do love you. And we know that you have our good in mind. And so thank you, Father, for your goodness. Lord, this morning as we give to the general fund, pray a blessing on the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the offerings for the general fund this morning. So thank you for giving toward the general fund. Uh, uh, Announcements tomorrow evening is men's meeting at our house at 7 o'clock. So all the men are invited to that. If you can't make it, I know there's uh, one or two already that said uh, they can't make it. If you won't make it, let me know. Uh, Not that I uh, want to to know where you're at, but it's just if you're not coming, uh, I'd appreciate if you let me know so we can uh, play on that. So that's tomorrow evening. Uh, Next Sunday night is the game night. Uh, I know Dave Yoder is heading that up. He's not here this weekend. I think he's with his family because of the uh, extended weekend that they have from school. Uh, but that is next Sunday night. If you didn't fill out uh, that uh, thing that we put out um, in preparation for that, make sure you do that. Uh, I had sent put a link on the Facebook page uh, of questions. And everyone, he had the husband, the wives, and even children can fill that out as well. So uh, do that before next Friday night, I think, was his deadline. So uh, make sure you do that for the game night next Sunday evening uh here. So you look confused. Are you Yeah, there should supposed to be a link that you can open it up and it's all electronic and it has questions you answer it and then you hit the submit button at the bottom. Oh yeah, no, it's for it's for the specifically for the game night next Sunday uh evening here. So yes. okay did he get it back to you okay that happened for me the first time he sent it and then i told him i said hey i can't open it without access and then he changed something and then it changed for me let me uh i'll try yeah i'll work on that with dave because that happened with me as well so uh, we'll, we'll get that straight did that happen for anyone else did you not fill it out yet? <laughs> See, well, you didn't try it yet, did you? That's fine. You still have five days. Yeah. It opened for for you? Worked for you? Okay. Uh, a lot of people are shaking their heads. So we'll we'll get it. Uh, I'll talk to Dave about it make sure you can get it. Yep. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up because if it doesn't work, we certainly want to know it. Uh, all right. Are there any other announcements coming up this week that you want to announce? Did you guys work yesterday, Ernie? I obviously wasn't there. How did it go? Did you get accomplished what you wanted to accomplish, or is there still more? A lot more? This coming Saturday? Okay. Uh, are you going to post it? I think it would be good, because there's a number of guys that aren't here this morning. Or do you want to? You can announce it as well. Okay. Okay, so you have another dozen guys for this coming Saturday. All right, so if you do want to help with demo this coming Saturday, talk to Ernie. Don't just show up. I would say uh, let him know that you're coming, and that way he at least has an idea. So thank you for what you're doing, Ernie. Any other announcements? How about birthdays? Any birthdays this week? Makari, when is your birthday? Today. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great day. All right, we're going to sing happy birthday uh, to Makari. How old are you? You're six. That's awesome. Happy sixth birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Makari. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> That's awesome. Happy birthday. All right, and we have fellowship meal today. I think probably everyone knows is aware of that. We don't have visitors here this morning, so uh, we're looking forward to that, and thank you, uh, ladies, for preparing that. So we have a theme this quarter, again, uh, and what is our theme? Someone shout it out. Draw near to God, absolutely. So we're talking about drawing near to God, and he will draw uh, near to you. Last week, we talked about uh, moving the line, counting the cost and the consequences uh, of sin, and is sin worth it, uh, and how much, uh, you know, um, if you really count the cost, would it make a difference on uh, some of your choices? And uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, prayer and this topic when I was when I was started to look at it uh, to me when I think of drawing closer to God this is uh, a huge uh, a huge thing uh, of drawing closer to God but how do we pray what is prayer uh, we're going to look at some of that uh, this morning uh, yesterday we had a uh, I was at effortphraa for the uh, basketball tournament Isaiah was playing it wave Jesus had a uh, team at the basketball tournament uh three three on three which uh it was fun packed full gym but it was fun but there was something that every team had in common there they were all middle schoolers there was a boys um uh, there were boys and there were girls teams so there was a number of people there but every team although they came from different schools now s- multiple schools had multiple teams but they still ha- all had something in common every team had something in common And that was that they had a coach. Every team had a coach. These guys and girls weren't just running around on their own. Someone was instructing them, giving them, uh, telling them when to play, who to play, how to play. Uh, They would have timeouts and and draw up plays. Uh, So they they had a coach and they all had uh, that in common. Looking at this topic this morning, I think this is something that us as Christians should have in common. And that's one thing we want to talk about here uh, in prayer. We're going to look at uh, Luke chapter 11, a story. We're going to start, start out in Luke chapter 11, a story about Jesus. Obviously, we all know who Jesus is. And so we're going to look at something he did in Luke 11. So you can turn there uh, if you want Luke chapter 11 verse 1 it says now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples came to him and he said Lord teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. so this is something we look at jesus life and jesus this was common in his life he did this repeatedly and so we see jesus if it was important to him it must be important to us but i find it interesting that the disciples this disciple must have saw something in jesus because he comes to him and he says lord teach me to do that Now, if someone comes to you, we have a lot of parents here. If one of your children would come to you and say, Dad or Mom, teach me how to do that. There's a number of different things going on there. One is they're watching, they're paying attention. Not only are they paying attention to what you're doing, but they're recognizing that that must work. And that's something that I want to do. So if you're modeling something and your children want to do it, you must be modeling it well, and you must be making it priority that they recognize the importance of it. And so this disciples, the disciples are watching Jesus here it just says uh, a certain uh it says a certain one of his disciples, so we at least have one that is. Just watching Jesus Watching his life Recognizing that hey Jesus does this praying thing quite a bit It's very important to him and I really believe Jesus prayer life Really shaped who he was And so the disciple sees the importance of this he says you know what I want that so he goes to Jesus And he says hey Jesus teach me how to do this teach me how to pray like did you ever ask that I've grown up in a Christian home I've grown up praying and it's a tremendous blessing it's amazing but I don't ever remember talking asking my mom or dad and saying hey dad can you teach me how to pray We just just kind of did it But why we're going to talk about this morning a little bit. Why do we pray? Uh, What is prayer prayer is uh, the most basic definition I think is is just talking to God Prayer is just talking to God having a conversation with your heavenly father It can be in private. It can be public it can be formal, it can be informal There's all types of prayers uh, It can be anytime, it can be anywhere Prayer is really a cool thing if you think about it Like when God created this thing of prayer it's a, It was a, a really good idea Because it gives us access to our Heavenly Father Anytime, anywhere, any point of the day No matter what situation we're in There's never a spot to where prayer is not an option. You can always pray. And we know that it's powerful. So uh, we we know that Jesus prayed often, and we're not going to look at those stories, but I think uh, we all know uh, our scripture well enough that Jesus often went and prayed. He spent time praying. And I think it was just a, a very vital part of Jesus' life was his prayer life and he prioritized it knowing the importance of it as well it really made a difference in jesus life does it make a difference in your life does prayer really make a difference in your life is it something that you prioritize could you share a testimony and say hey you know what Prayer really affects my life. Prayer really affects my marriage, my spouse, our children. Prayer really makes a difference. Because it does. So why do you pray? What's the purpose of praying? Well, the Bible says to do it, right? So let's just do it. The Bible, there's all kinds of scriptures uh, to, to, to pray, and the Bible commands us to pray. Uh, last week I talked about uh, watching and praying or giving a warning. Uh, but Jesus also says, you know, he says watch and pray that you don't enter into temptation. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 would be one that we probably think about a lot. Pray without ceasing. You know, do it all the time, anytime. time. Uh, Matthew 6.5 uh, through those verses, Matthew 6, 5, 3, I'm going to just touch on those verses just a little bit, uh, is the model pray. It says, and when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corner of the streets that they may be seen a men. Surely I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. When you shut the door, pray to your father who's in the secret place. Your father who sees in secret will reward you open. Openly, verse seven. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have you need uh, before you ask Him. And then He says, in this manner. Therefore, pray, our Father which art in heaven. And He gives uh, what some people will say the model prayer. And we're not going to get into that, but I, if you, uh, I think we probably all know it. But it would be a, a great thing to study the sequence there. But when you look at verse, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7, all three of those have the word when you pray. So Jesus is expecting them to pray. And I think as Christians, we're expected to pray. This is not if you pray, uh, but when you pray, do this or don't do that. There are some things that say not to do, actually, in these passages— uh, you know, it says to go into your room pray to your father, which is in secret Uh, so do that. But then it also says not to do some things Don't use vain repetitions as the heathen do Uh, he says for they'll be they think they'll be heard for their many words and we're going to talk about that just in a little bit Uh words We'll, you, we'll get there. You'll see what I mean uh, so Uh Praying is very common in the bible it was a huge part in Jesus' life. Uh, we see it in the Old Testament. We see it in the New Testament. I mean, all through the Old Testament, there's people connecting with God. And when I think of an Old Testament character, one of the first ones I thought of was Daniel. I mean, Daniel was just—prayer was very important to Daniel. And we see it. And it was something that—it was so important that he wasn't going to give up. Even if he gets thrown in the dental lines, we know the story. He got thrown into the dental lines. But prayer was so important to Daniel. How important is prayer to you? Like what would need to happen in order for you to give up your prayer life? Now, we just talked about, I just mentioned the thing, for they will be heard for their many words. It depends if your prayers are just words or if your prayers are from your heart. And, the, and if it's truly a connection with God or not. Because if we truly have a connection with God and it's from our heart, we won't want to give it up. If we're just out there praying with words, uh, then it's going to be easier to give up. So what is your prayer life? Is it just merely words or is it really something that's important uh, to you? And it's, it's just all over scripture. I mean, you can't get away from it. Of the connection with God that people had You know Elijah, Samuel, David It's just just all you can Almost so many scriptures So many many scriptures A a lot of characters in the Bible Had some kind of prayer life Some kind of connection with God Uh, Sometimes it was good Sometimes it was uh, maybe not as good Uh, Sometimes people were Persistent And sometimes they were not And we see that. People, uh, Joseph is another example. Uh, Someone that's persistent or someone, you know, we we probably all know people that are persistent uh, and are not persistent. Some value it, some do not. Some prayers were answered immediately. And some were not. For us, I ask myself the question, like, how many times do I want my prayer answered immediately? If it doesn't happen immediately, for, for sure within the next hour, you know, God, can you at least change this circumstance in the in the next hour? And if it's not that, you know, in the next week or the next month. Um, and if it doesn't happen in the next year, I'm about ready to throw in the towel. Is that what we're supposed to do with prayer? No. Just because our prayers don't get answered in the way we think they should doesn't mean that we quit. Pray without ceasing comes in verse, I, we talked about that in verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, uh, to, keep, to keep praying, to be persistent in prayers. See, getting our prayers answered is not really the end-all, be-all. The end-all, be-all in prayer is having a connection with God from your heart. Praying to where you're really connecting with your Heavenly Father, not just words uh, spoken. God is not our, our, our bellboy to where, you know, hey, God, go do this. Do that for me. Can you pick me, pick that up for me? And I'm not feeling good, so heal me, heal me here. And make this go good for me. Make that go good for me. And we do a lot of asking God to do things for us, and we literally treat him like our servant and like our bellboy. Hey, God, we ring the bell. Um, I'm thirsty. Go or you name it. You can put all kinds of stuff in there. who is God I think we get confused sometimes on who's really God because when we're in the position to where we're asking God and treating him like our bellboy, I wonder who is really on the throne of your heart is it you or is it God Prayer is this awesome avenue that we have to connect with our Heavenly Father. Like, do you know who you're praying to when you pray? I think so many times we belittle who we're praying to. We, in our human minds, you know, we talk to to humans and we all have limited uh, capabilities. But when we pray, we get to talk Two, this huge God. The God that just spoke the world into existence. Several words and light and darkness get separated. Several words and things just, the sun, moon, stars, the things just get created. The guy that created you the guy that created the, all oh, what is it, 8 billion people on the earth right now? I think it's close to 8 billion right now. This is a huge God. And this is who we get to pray to. He's got all the power, all the wisdom, all the knowledge. Sometimes I, in my small mind, uh, forget about that. Actually, oftentimes I forget about who we're praying to when we're praying to our heavenly Father of how big He is and the sovereignty of God. Two things we want to talk about this morning, and one is, uh, or, or I'm just going to ask a question: like, why should we pray? We talked about prayer. It's a relationship. It's a communication. That we have between God. There's a lot of reasons why we should pray, but I'm just going to we're going to talk about two this morning. I want to give out some scriptures that I want you to read. I have one, five scriptures uh, that I want to call out, and I want someone to pick these up. Uh, Psalm 66:17 to 20. Thank you, Ronnie. Proverbs 15:29. Isaiah 65, 24. Jeremiah 29, 12 to 13. John 9, 31. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead with Psalms. Uh, all of these verses, we're going to read these verses, and all of them have uh, something very specifically, very, very specific. They are. All very specific And they have the same answer if you listen to it On why we should pray Go ahead Ernie, Psalm 66 Alright, did you catch it? We'll read the next one, see if you catch it, what I'm getting at to. Proverbs 15, 29. All right, now do you get it? Not yet? We'll go to the third one. Isaiah sixty five twenty four. Okay, are you getting it yet? God hears. yeah, God hears. When we pray, God hears. We'll read the other scriptures and then we'll we'll get back to the Jeremiah 29, 12 to 13. Yeah. John 931 yet. John 931. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Do you ever have a conversation with someone to and and you really have something to say and they just don't listen? Like it's pretty frustrating, isn't it? Like I I want to talk to you I really have something to say But they have no time for you And they just Either block out your voice Or turn away and walk away And just Don't have time for you That's frustrating It's irritating But we just read Several scriptures And that's just a few scriptures Out of the whole Bible obviously That makes it very clear That God Hears you Sometimes There was two or three scriptures in there uh, Where it talked about That the unrighteous God does not hear And so We can't just go out and say a blanket statement That say hey God hears your prayers Not according to scripture It says, the unrighteous God doesn't hear. But as a Christian, I want us to know this morning that God hears your prayer. And that's just, uh, to to me, it's just amazing. Why do I pray? Because I know that God is listening. And God hears, uh, what I say? Psalms 116. uh, This is a psalm of David, uh, he says, I love the Lord because he heard my voice. You know, we know David, and he just writes it as it is. And to me, this is just beautiful. It's one of the reasons he loves the Lord. It says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice. He listens to me. And he loves that about the Lord. I do too. He listens, and he wants to listen uh, to your voice as well. You know, every day, I, I hear voices I love. I talk to uh, my wife. I talk to Isaiah, Grace, and Zara. They're my family, ones that I love. I hear their voices every day. Uh, Most days it's in person and even on the phone. When they call up, you say hello. They start talking. I know that voice. I know who it is. And I love to hear their voice. God knows your voice. And He loves to hear your voice. When you start talking, He knows right who it is. He loves to hear you talk. He does. And so a question is, do you talk? Knowing that he's listening, he loves to hear. I I truly believe he just takes takes, um, joy in hearing you talk. Why do we pray, number one, because he hears us? Number two. We're going to read a Bible story to get number two. And this Bible story comes out of uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. I'm going to read it. I'm learning the second thing here this morning. Mark chapter 4. Verse 35 true story on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let's cross to the other side. So Jesus is telling the disciples, uh, you know, we want to go. It was evening. We want to go to the other side of the lake. So uh, it says verse 36, when they left the multitude, they took him along. So they took Jesus along. They got into the boat and there were other little boats were also with him so i don't know if his boat was little as well and then a bunch of other little boats or why they put that in here or maybe jesus was on a big boat and there were other little boats around i'm not sure but we do know jesus was in a boat and there was a bunch of other little boats around them and so in the evening they hop on the boat and they're gonna go to the other side Verse 37, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat that it was already filling. So they run into a storm. They run into a difficult moment. They're not alone because they have a bunch of little boats, and they get into this big storm. It's raining. It's windy. They're getting wet. Uh, Huge waves. Their stuff is getting wet. Uh, you know, it's it's becoming a difficult situation This storm Out on a boat And I enjoy boating But uh, I, I don't know if I've ever been way out on a boat To where there was a huge storm So I can't say, oh yeah, I remember when I was out there And the waves were just you. I'm not that kind of a sailor But maybe you have an experience to where you were out on a boat And you were in a big storm uh, I wouldn't want to be there Uh, And I would think, excuse me, that you wouldn't want to be there either. But that was the case. It was reality for the disciples. They were in the middle of a storm. Verse 38. But he, Jesus, was in the stern asleep on a pillow. Now, I don't know if he had a pillow because he always used a pillow or was the storm getting so bad That he wanted something soft, you know, so his head doesn't bang, so he's getting a pillow. I don't know. And some of these details are very interesting, uh, you know, and we can just try to imagine why Jesus had a pillow. I I, I don't know. But the Bible says he he had a pillow. And he's sleeping. Because it says, they awoke, and they said unto him. Here's number two that we're going to talk about. This is what they said. They said, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? Like, what a question. Jesus, do you not care? Don't you see the situation? I mean, they are in the middle of this big storm, and Jesus is sleeping. And they ask a very valid question. Jesus, don't you care what's going on? And you know, we do the same thing. We ask the same question. In the difficulties of life, I think, is when we ask this question. Jesus, don't you care what I'm going through? Like, how can I be in this situation and you be so close? and You're sleeping, and I'm struggling. But we all know that Jesus does care. And here again, we could we could go scripture after scripture after scripture of where Jesus cares for us. Uh, I'm just going go to go to one. First Peter five verse 6 and 7 where it says therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time and it says casting all your care upon you, uh, upon him for he cares for you right there is one verse for sure and there's lots of other scriptures as well but that was this is this is a very common one but i want you to know this morning that he cares for you he says it and we know it And so the situation may be difficult. You may be in the middle of a storm. And you may be asking the question, like the disciples did, don't you care? But Jesus does care. Here's what Jesus did in this situation. Verse 39, it says, Then he arose. He cared enough that he got up, out of bed, off his pillow at least. (laughs) We know he had a pillow. He arose and he got up and he rebuked the wind and the sea and he said, Peace be still! And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Here we have an immediate storm to calm situation. I wish all of my situations would be like that, but they're not. But not all the situations like that are in scripture either. To where we're in the storm and we ask God, hey, I'm struggling. Can you fix something? And Jesus does it right now. He can. And sometimes he does. But sometimes he doesn't. And it's in those moments where we need to to recognize the sovereignty of God. Because he really cares for you. He really does. The situation that you're going through. And I don't know what all you're going through. You know, maybe you maybe you cried yourself to sleep tonight, last night, tonight, last night, or this past week. You know, you're on your head. I've been there. Uh, laying in bed. Waking up in the morning and, and just processing the difficulty from my perspective is a difficult moment and you know the tear runs down over across your nose and ends up on your pillow i've been there many times and it's in that moment that god cares as well and so why do we pray because we know that god cares Number one, we know that God listens and he hears. And number two, we know he is a caring God and he cares about those tears that are crawling, going across your face onto the pillow. We read, we read the, uh, the verse in 1 Peter about knowing that he cares for us. Another one would be, what he did instead of just what he said. And that is we have John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish. We see that God gave his life. You want to know someone that cares? You start hanging out with Jesus and he'll show you his hands. The two holes a hole in each hand and you see his feet the two holes in his feet and then he'll pull up his shirt see this huge scar on the side because he cares he cares a lot so why do we pray this morning because we know he's listening we know he cares. Just having this awesome pr- privilege and opportunity to know that we can pray is amazing. Were you ever told to say your prayers? I was, and I actually told my children to say prayers, but I want to change that, and here's why. Did you ever, okay, just think about a little bit. Say your prayers. It's almost like saying, hey, can you, uh, can you say a conversation? Because praying is a conversation, right? So say your prayers. Or, hey, can you say a conversation? How do I do that? How do I say a conversation? No, you you don't say a conversation. You talk. And so something that I want to start doing instead of saying, say your prayers, is pray your prayers. See, saying, in my mind, is just just words. And we talked about, or we read uh, one of the scriptures. Actually, it was in Matthew where, you know, it says, do not pray like do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they speak a lot. They use a lot of words and it doesn't mean anything to me. They're saying prayers. Versus. Praying prayers. Coming from the heart. Connecting our heart with our heavenly father. So pray your prayers. Knowing that he hears you and that he cares for you. Um, And James says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. And so we're going to be doers of the word this morning. That's in our time here this morning. I don't have any questions. Intentionally, because we're going to pray for each other. Uh, We want to split up in in groups here this morning. And I want everyone to be prayed for here this morning. Uh, so, are you teaching, Derek? Uh, so, if you could, uh, and you, Shanae, as well, if you could uh, put in your your lesson or your teaching time and someti- somehow just pray for all your children. Uh, and uh, for us as groups, we're going to split into groups. Uh, this is not, this is going to be a prayer time. This is not about praying for your neighbor, for your neighbor's cousin, for your, you know, the, the, the guy that... Uh, you know down the street that's not what it's for I'm not saying you don't want to pray for them but this morning uh, I want to focus on you there's something in your life um, that we can pray for and we are here as brothers and sisters and so we're going to pray for each other uh, this morning so hopefully you can be vulnerable enough to share something that's that's on your heart and that your group can pray uh for you uh, now before we do that now that we're still together uh, I think Barb is on this morning and uh, so we do want to we want to pray for Barb sorry I'm just bringing this on you would you mind telling us a little bit what Barb told you and what she is um, well okay so, so she, I want to pull up uh, just some of the messages because we do want to we do want to pray for uh, Barb this morning as well. She did send me a message. uh, And this is something we're going to pray specifically for her about uh, this morning is uh, the continued health problems. Uh, She is in the DR right now. um, But like Jen said, she had uh, some some. uh, Yeah. Okay. So she did have a biopsy and they're they're waiting on the results. And she did message me this morning as well because I asked her how much uh, we can share. Uh, she says, I don't really care how much is shared. We're waiting on a biopsy results right now. I'm just praying that things uh, would be clear. She is in the DR, so she has good Internet. And so she's listening this morning. Uh, so I would like to have... Have just a few ladies actually come up into the mic and pray for Barb because I think she's listening Um, And so Barb we just want to we're going to pray for you here this morning Uh, But we're gonna have to do it over the mic Uh, So if I could have maybe three ladies just come up or I can hand the mic to you as well Wherever you're at Uh, we want to pray for Barb uh, I think because I think she's listening Uh, but specifically for for her need for her health uh, and the the waiting of you know seeing what the results are, and I know a number of us in here can can relate to that. The waiting for the results. What is it? I know something's going on, and so we do testing, and uh, you know what what is it going to be? That waiting time can can be can be very difficult, and that's where Barb is at right now. So. I want three ladies uh, to to pray for Barb. Barb, we're going to pray for you um, here this morning. Go ahead. Let's start now. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Jesus, we just come before you, and um, I just want to praise you for the good Father that you are, um, and just the assurance that you really do hear us, and no matter where we are. And Father, you see Barb where she is right now. Um, in the room that she is, maybe she's sitting down, wherever she is, Father, you see her and you hear her Her heart's cry for um, answers, for healing, um, for community around her, Father. Um, and I just pray a special blessing over her right now that um, she would be able to experience your peace that passes all understanding, even though there's a crazy storm going on inside of her heart, maybe. Father, um, thank you that you're with her and you see her.
0: Someone else.
2: Father, I thank you for Barb and her faithful um, faithfulness in serving you in a foreign land. And I just thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon her. And right now, Father, in this time of waiting and, and uh, hearing difficult um, prognosis from the doctors, Father, I just pray that you would just guard her heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And I pray that she could focus on you and keep her eyes fixed on you. Um And in this time of waiting, just to fill her with peace. Mm -hmm. Um, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 say uh, in the New New Living Translation, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for what He's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so, Barb, we're just praying God's peace over you this morning and that it could be something that would not even make sense, that it would exceed anything that we can understand. And I pray that God's peace will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus.
0: Amen. Thank you, Almina. One more.
3: Lord, we lift up Barb to you today. Thank you for your care for her over the years, and I think especially of this past year and the way you've answered prayer in paperwork for Natalie and protection. And Lord, we're, we're lifting her up to you now. You see, you you've created her body. You know um, what it is that's causing the trouble, and we ask for your touch of healing. We asked in the name of Jesus that you would um, grant the doctors wisdom. But even beyond that, that your healing touch would just be on her life as you choose to do, to do what you do best. And I, th- I think of Natalie right now as well and pray that your protection would be on her life and her mind. And that you would give her also just a supernatural courage and strength during this time and a peace that you're in control. Lord, we just lift them up to you and just ask that you would surround them with your people. That could also bless them and encourage them. Thank you that you're in control. Nothing is beyond um, your eye and your care. And help us, help her, help us all to rest in that. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, ladies, uh, and keep praying for for Barb as well. All right, we're going to split up and we're going to go into smaller groups as well because we're already at eleven thirty-five. Uh, and so we're going keep to the, keep the groups pretty, pretty small because I want everyone to be prayed for uh, this morning. And uh, so, uh, children, we're going to dismiss the children. Uh, you can go out to your classes. Thank you, Derek and Shawnee, for teaching. And for the adults...